You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. Hi, everyone, and thanks for tuning in, and welcome to NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. I'm Michelle Rutter, and I'm the Government Relations Manager for NCIA. I'm joined by NCIA's Director of Government Relations, Michael Correa. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Mike. So as many of you know, uh, in June, NCIA just recently held our fourth annual Cannabis Business Summit and Expo in Oakland, California, where we had over 5,000 attendees. And during the area, Mike and I spent some extra time and visited the Emerald Triangle, uh, more specifically Humboldt County, which is on the coast of Northern California. So Mike and I have been lucky enough to meet with many locals involved in cannabis in various ways from cultivators to innovators and ancillary business owners, two of which are our guests today. The first guest of ours is Sunshine Johnston, who's the founder of Sunbolt Grown, which serves the humble community by creating healthy plants, healthy people, and healthy land, and strives to serve by building a shared community of farmers who recognize the soil building, good genetics, and organic principles. Our second guest is Tara Carver, who is the director of the Humboldt Cannabis Growers Alliance, which is a not-for-profit trade association for cannabis businesses in Humboldt County, whose members include farmers, manufacturers, distributors, transportation, retail, nurseries, and labs. So welcome, Sunshine and Tara, and thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. Thank so you for having me. We will uh, we'll begin with you, Sunshine. So tell us about yourself. So for our listeners, how you came involved with cannabis and what it's like to grow up, live in Humboldt County. Yeah, I grew up here. I lived, had a good backwoods education. I was raised in a community of growers. Uh, I went to community schools and I had a, um, a great upbringing as a wild child. <laughs> what about you, um, Tara? Same question to you. 
Um, yeah, I grew up in Humboldt County. I did not grow up in the industry. I became involved in the industry about 15 years ago. Uh, my primary experience is as a farmer in the lovely Matol Valley, which is one of our uh, keystone regions of Humboldt County. And I became involved in advocacy work about three and a half years ago when the state started moving to regulate uh, medical cannabis. And Humboldt County uh, joined in that effort and began uh, developing a land use ordinance. Very nice. So I grew up in Southern California, and, and even as a child, I was really aware of the Emerald Triangle, Humboldt, and cannabis. I sort of call it the mecca of marijuana. And for our listeners uh, who maybe aren't familiar with the term, the Emerald Triangle, has a really interesting culture and history behind it. Can you tell us, either one of you or both, tell us a little about life in Humboldt and the area background history? Yeah, Humboldt County, or the Emerald Triangle, what makes it unique is that is that we do have a large number of growers, and it's those growers that create a community. And, and it's unique because we lived in this prohibition era for so long that we have shared information among ourselves and created what has become a world-renowned cannabis. So um, do you want to add something to that, Tara? Yeah, I think um, part of what makes Humboldt County and the Emerald Triangle so unique as well is uh, our commitment to land stewardship and the environment. Um, we've been living in a prohibition, and so we haven't had the luxury of uh, responsible regulation. And so it's it's led to um, what I would call a, uh, an unwily impact on our environment. And uh, now that we are looking and uh, looking to regulate and regulating our industry, we're really focusing on remaining uh, keeping our cultural values of protecting the environment um, in the way that we develop policy and the way that we uh, produce cannabis. So I think that also makes us very unique. Yeah. And, and I then- think one of, one of the big, one of the big questions is because you guys have such a, a great tradition and background, but like, what do you see Humboldt's role in legalized cannabis as, as you know, more and more states are legalizing and changing laws? Can you talk about, you know, Humboldt's role in that? I, th- I think that Humboldt County is going to continue to be a leader in this industry by showcasing how uh, sustainable agriculture can be done and how family farms can remain um, viable. I think that the triple bottom line approach of people planet and profit uh, is embedded in our policy and our culture. And so while other regions and areas and states are developing policy, I hope that they reflect on the environmental um, requirements and conditions that we, we are working with while they develop theirs. Any, uh, any con- uh, comment, Sunshine, on that aspect? Where Humboldt's yeah. sort of role? Yeah, we also have culture here around cannabis. We are multi-generation growers, and and I think that this will also come to show itself as well. So as many of our listeners know, California legalized adult-use cannabis through a ballot measure known as Proposition 64 last November, and Humboldt County passed that measure with nearly 60% of the vote. I think it was about 58 uh, and some change there. Uh, were either of you surprised by that number, whether it was lower or higher than what you thought? And why do you think some people in the community were opposed to that measure since it is so ingrained in the culture there? So, um, I'll, I'll jump on that. Um, Prop 64 passed within our county. However, the rural county, um, which is prom- primarily where our cannabis farmers are, actually did not pass that uh, initiative, which was interesting because what we 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 went through as an industry was really this 
especially in Humboldt County, is real, really tough decision whether, you know, on one hand to legalize cannabis, which uh, I guarantee almost everybody supported who was moving towards compliance. However, some of the policies seemed to be a bit big business oriented and were primarily composed of smaller family farms. And so it was a, it was a really tough decision. Um, however, I, I think that the with the trailer bill and, and what California has done since that initiative has passed really is, is, a, is a strong balance between uh, big business and small businesses. And uh, I'm very excited to see how California moves forward. Yeah, a lot of people here, too, they, they choose to grow to live outside of society and especially just as a kid growing up here, the talk of legalization was corporations are going to ruin it, regulations going to ruin it, commercial, you know, commercialization is going to ruin it. And I think there was just some feelings about, about losing, losing freedom and, and, then, and then bringing on, bringing on some of the unkindness and brutality that comes with cap- capitalism. So I want to talk a little bit more about that, that comparison between life before and, and after Proposition 64. So the Emerald Triangle is really infamous for things like helicopters and DEA raids and whatnot before um, legalization. And I'm curious about how that's changed in more recent years, you know, maybe even since November and, you know, the, the recent history. Yeah, I I would love to jump on that. So just to put it in context, uh, four years ago, I watched a Apache helicopter land and raid a piece of property in uh, Honeydew, which is in the Matoll Valley. And that property had two greenhouses roughly around 6,000 square feet. That is considered a small farm now under our, uh, our framework in California. Ironically enough, that same piece of property now qualifies and is going through compliance um, as one of uh, kind of a pre- premier piece of property because of the environmental uh, aspects surrounding it. And so just the juxtapose of then and now, four years ago to today, I mean, we've come so, so far. Well, and we'll see, you know, that was a, that was a federal raid. So that's definitely not off the table. <laughs> yeah, there, um, Humboldt County too, it's just, we've really had the brunt of the green rush and we've seen just a double down on farms and growing in communities. And that has, that has brought about a fair amount of concern that people, they just don't see any kind of, of slowing down. And so that that is something that will change and and we're moving from this kind of kind of you know from a more criminal part and so it's 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 going to go down in in fines and penalties and things like that with enforcement and nuisance and whatnot so yeah it's a it's going to be a big change as we become accountable for our actions I think that's a really interesting point, Sunshine, that you make this transition that is now going from criminal to civil. And I think that'll be really, really interesting to watch um, everywhere and not not just in Humboldt County. But we're going to take a short break. But when we come back, we'll be joined by Sunshine Johnson of Sunbolt Grown and Tara Carver of the Humboldt County Growers Association. So don't go away. We'll be right back. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. 
the cannabis industry continues to grow in Massachusetts. Canicon Boston is where you learn everything and meet everyone in the cannabis industry. Canicon Boston is coming to Heinz Convention Center July 13th through the 15th. Get tickets right now at Canicon.org. This will be the biggest cannabis event in Boston all year. Meet over 3,000 professionals in the cannabis industry at Canicon Boston July 13th through the 15th. Get your tickets and all access passes now at Canicon.org. The cannabis industry is booming. Don't miss out. Canicon.org. Get your tickets today. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the hosts of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing Cannabis Radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, only on CannabisRadio.com. We're back from the break, and thanks for tuning in to NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. If you're just joining us, I'm Michelle Rutter, and we're here with Sunshine Johnston, the founder of Sunbolt Grown, and Tara Carver, the director of the Humboldt County Growers Association. Thanks, Michelle. Um, I just wanted to mention, you know, we're out in D.C., and when people mention marijuana, a lot of the focus is on Colorado, Colorado, because they were really the first ones to legalize for adult use. And But for a lot of people who don't know, California was really the first one to legalize uh, medical cannabis back in 1996. Um, but they didn't really have regulations and they haven't had regulations. And a lot of people refer to it as the wild west. I just want to ask you to, you know, you've been around for a while, uh, before passage of medical marijuana regulation and safety act, like in your eyes, what are some of the pros and cons that come with, um, the legislation? Yeah. Well, back in the day, back in what was, I would consider to be kind of the, the best time people, people grew so that they could do other things like be an artist, be an activist, start a radio station, a school, a community center, a world-class reggae music festival. And, and there was a lot of inspiration behind that. So, so now with regulation, people who have been, who have been growing to, kind of, to supplement another part of their life and, and giving much of that life to the community, that 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 will be taken away. And also there's members, there's also people in our community that they just don't really do well with a J-O-B and they don't really function well in society. And being able to grow has allowed them to live a fairly com- comfortable life. And, and I'm, that's, that's another concern as well. And also with regulation and especially, and 
combined with taxation, there's a big, I have a very big concern about the middle class farmers here in Humboldt County that in the very short term, with the possibility of what's going to happen with pricing, say this, this season and possibly into next season, that the middle class farmers will take a very, very hard hit. And my concern is that if we don't have some kind of a credit line in place or some way for them to get financing, like what, like what other farmers get, an operational loan and some startup money, that um, we could see, we could see um, a, a big drop in our, our smaller, in our smaller growers. Tara, do you have any comment on that? Yeah, um, then and now, I, I think that the benefit of regulation, um, one, again, going back to the environment and working with an unregulated industry, we didn't have the option or luxury to bring consultants or state agencies out to our properties to make sure that we weren't impacting the environment because you quite frankly didn't know if they were going to bring the sheriff with them. So from an environmental perspective, regulation, I think, is going to uh, allow our rivers and our streams to be healthier and and. From that viewpoint, I think that that's a win. Um, from the cultural perspective of not having to look over your shoulder anymore every time you you know you, you you're doing something, I, I think that's going to relieve. Well, while on one hand it relieves a lot of stress, I think sunshine's there. There's a new type of stress that's that's arrived. Um, but you know, like I used to run from my sheriff and now I see him and I give him a high five. Uh, so working with our local government, I think has really been uh, a benefit. And, and there's a, there's a, another element of just, we're very proud people. We're farmers, we're Americans and being able to express what we do and be, be able to discuss it and showcase it, I think has been been very beneficial to our community. Um, we we love Instagram for, for whatever reason. We've been able to meet each other um, for the first time. People who live 10 miles away never would talk about what they did or who they are. And now they're being able to see each other on this social media platform and they're coming together and we're celebrating our, our culture. And so I think that's that's a positive aspect of regulation. But Sunshine definitely definitely hit home on the the new the new fear, which is is not being able to have longevity and be able to, you know, have a, a business that we can give back to our children. Yeah, so, I'll, I'll, add to, I'll add to that, too, and say that this is the happiest I have ever been planting my crop. I'm just so happy. And so that's that's true. And then and um, yeah, and also with a big change for us with regulation as farmers is that we've never had any accountability and it's what's made growing so enticing in the first place. And now there's going to be a lot of accountability. Our names are behind our product. Our faces are behind our product. And that's that's just a, a, a very big change. We Everything is doing a complete 180 on me, and it's a lot to get used to, and it's a big adjustment. So, Tara, you founded or were one of the founders of the Humboldt County Growers Alliance. So can you tell our listeners a little bit about the group and its goals and how you guys plan on addressing some of these issues that we just mentioned? Sure. So um, we are the Humboldt County Growers Alliance, and we're a membership based trade association for cannabis businesses in Humboldt County. We launched about two months ago. Our mission is to preserve, protect, and enhance Humboldt County's world-renowned cannabis industry. 
And we plan to champion Humboldt County as uh, one of the premier cannabis regions of California. And should the nation open up then of the nation as well, uh, we advocate for responsible cannabis regulation, uh, which promotes the welfare of our community and the health of our environment. We are also strategically partnered with the California Growers Association, and they represent our members' needs on a state level. Wonderful. It sounds like you guys are doing good work and congratulations since you're so so new to this space, two months. Thank you. We're very, very excited. And I and I should note that while we are new to this space, um, we feel like we just kind of picked up the ball uh, where it's been left. Humboldt County has had a, a strong and long history of advocacy and so is this organization starting that conversation? Uh, we're just kind of continuing it. And so Absolutely. I, I want to recognize those those in the past who who have done a lot of really really hard pioneering on this space no, absolutely. Like Sunshine said earlier, this is really a multi-generational thing in your community. And you're involved in that, obviously, and you founded Sunbolt Grown. So can you tell us a little bit about that and your mission? Yeah, for sure. Um, well, right now I'm taking a break from planting and I've I, um, been planting a bunch of seedlings and you know, all the males and I'm enjoying that with a wonderful smoothie. And then I'll be um, heading back out to Make up some compost teas. I have, I ferment nettles. I have a nice um, set I use in, in the garden. And we, we do a whole cuisine with fresh infused cannabis food. And we also, I'm also dry farming. Um, this was a big step for me this year. I'd never done this. And I didn't just go small. I put a good, a good size crop in, or at least for me, right? I didn't just do like 10 plants. I did like 90. So and it's it's amazing it's just so beautiful I feel very blessed and yeah so we're just I'm just trying to to keep my keep my my way of life going I just one thing I wanted to mention um and and just for the record I uh, when we were out a year ago we did uh, try the smoothies and they were absolutely amazing <laughs> and I wish I could uh have uh, enjoy one with you now uh, so people have compared Humboldt Cannabis to like France and the Champagne region and just having that, I, I don't know how to describe it, like a, a branding or a marketing and being able to have that quality product. Um, but I don't know, can you tell your listeners about the comparison? What's your opinion on that? And the fact that you guys have been leaders for so long, how important is sort of the marketing, the branding, the testing going to play as far as having that Humboldt seal of approval on as California goes and the rest of the country starts going? That's a that's a great question. California really is a strong leader on uh, identifying appellations and developing policy uh, that supports that concept. Um, in statute, each county has its own recognition, that being meaning that anything grown in Humboldt can only be marketed and branded from Humboldt. And so other places won't be able to use the name. Same with every other county. Um, and we're moving forward to develop more uh, more appellation appellations based on practices and based on terroir. And whatnot, and so um, I think that this is going to be a huge part of of California is developing these regions. Absolutely, I couldn't agree more. the The regions are 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 going to play a a big a big role in that 
in that. And just the fact that the legislature did that is is amazing. I mean, having having seen just throughout the decades that Humboldt County has been misrepresented. So of course someone can call something Humboldt when it's not, and now that's going to be a crime. So we're going to be protected. And also, along with that, too, people are going to be surprised when they find out just how good premium sun-grown is, because a lot of our premium sun-grown has been sold as indoor by dispensaries for at least a generation. And so that'll also be a, a good change. I can't agree more, and we are so excited. Well, I'm really excited to try that hopefully one day. Um, But we're going to take another short break. But when we come back, we'll be joined by Sunshine Johnson of Sunbolt Grown and Tara Carver of the Humboldt County Growers Association. So don't go away. We'll be right back. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Oh, lady marijuana llama, tell you something now about a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow! The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Himping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. The business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on, and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical bombs, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, only on CannabisRadio.com. So we're back from the break, and thanks for tuning in. If you're just joining us, I'm Michelle Rutter, and we're here with Sunshine Johnston, the founder of Sunbolt Grown, and Tara Carver, the director of the Humboldt County Growers Association. Uh, One of the questions I wanted to get into, you know, being out in D.C., we're looking at this from a third level, and, you know, what should Congress do on this issue? And extensively about this this industry expands you know what are some of the things we can do we are the drug reform community the cannabis community is creating this it hasn't been done before and this is a great opportunity to make sure we build something and do something right and one of the things i wanted to ask is like what can we do and other states do in california to protect small businesses as this moves forward and scales up 
Yeah, well, I would say that um, um, even aside from small businesses, just protecting the right to grow so that all citizens in the country of every state can grow their own. And for small, for small businesses, we need a diverse economy. And a lot of this will, will come about on how distribution gets laid out and, and how much diversity is able to pass through distribution, as well as the ability for farmers to directly sell, sell their own and meet the consumer. That, that will very much help uh, the small, small businesses and being able to access capital and lines of credit. Um, the cost of going legal, just the, the price of, of the startup and, and whatnot and all the uncertainties involved, it's a, there's, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's going to require having some capital. I, I Sarah, agree that, yeah, so you've been, ahead. you've been fighting for the small businesses up there. Do you have any comment on that? Yeah. Um, I think, I think actually I, I would go back to that 30,000 foot view and really just encourage any states, jurisdictions, counties, bureaus, wherever you are and whatever you're doing, if you're developing policy to really be mindful of the environmental impact, um, on a local level and then what that looks like on uh, a global level. You know, the planes didn't fly in Phoenix, Arizona, because it was too hot the other day. And so this is an industry that we have a really unique opportunity to develop policy really with some forward thinking. And um, I encourage everybody to really just be mindful of their environmental impact if they are looking to produce cannabis. That leads into a perfect uh, question. The next one is, in California, California agriculture feeds the country, uh, but that is large-scale ag with uh, tremendous, um, I guess, demands on the land. And talk about sustainability. Um, sustainability as far as being able to scale this up and have cannabis feed um, a state, a country, and st- being sustainable at the same time. I don't know if you have any thoughts or recommendations as we start scaling up with legalization to make sure we do this right. I, I think really just starting with the idea of scaling up, there, I, don't, I don't see a point in California to scale up right now. Uh, the number that's been thrown at me is that we're producing 70% of the nation's cannabis, not only the state's requirements. And so scaling up, from my perspective, really just undercuts small businesses and small farmers. And we, you know, just put this in your mind for a second. We have a multi-billion dollar industry in the state of California built on small businesses and small farmers because of prohibition. So the idea of needing to scale up is counterintuitive to actually what is happening. Um, should should California open up to the rest of the nation, then that maybe that conversation needs to, to happen. But as it currently stands, um, from my perspective, at least, I think that we we are going to have to scale back. Uh, I would say that too for for scaling up. There's ways to scale up using ecological ag- agricultural practices where you put 15% say of your of of your land aside and you build habitat with with that and within that habitat you can have all all your beneficial plants and habitat for ben- beneficial insects and animals and in that sense, it's possible to actually scale up and do good for the environment. Part of the problem that we're having right now across the country is that is a lot of it's going towards indoor. And 
and and I and I understand that there's a, a place for indoor, but in the long-term energy policy, say for the nation and especially for the state of California, which is known for its sun, it may not necessarily be the best policy. So it's important to make sure that policy protects sun-growing outdoor farmers that they're that they're being taxed fairly, things of that nature, that the that the tax tiers work, and that and also that there's tax incentives in hopefully in the future for outdoor farming and for traditional farmers like myself and that will help with sustainability we we have a real opportunity here like tara was saying here in humboldt too to be leaders in sustainable agriculture that will affect all agriculture in the state so i think that's 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 the direction that we all want to go in and back to that marketing and branding moment, I, I think that it's going to, if my dream comes true, when you hear Humboldt County Cannabis, you will automatically think of sustainability. So before we end, do you guys have any last minute words of advice that you want to pass on to our listeners? Know your farmer. Find out where your product's coming from. Understand how it's being grown and make a conscious consumer decision. And I would also say to to everyone out there, just to remember that it's a plant and it's farming and it's agriculture. And when you think about the plant just as, say, money, it, it, it blocks, it, it just limits your mind to all the amazing possibilities that the plant has to offer. And so keep an open mind and enjoy and be open to all the wonderful things that cannabis has to offer us. So real quick before we go, Sunshine, I also know that you do a monthly radio show. Do you want to talk about, plug that real quick for our listeners? Yeah, I do a cannabis talk show on KMUD radio. It can be heard live at kmud.org or it's archived. It's called, it's called Talk Radio for the Emerald, for the Emerald Empire, Ganja Tree. And I just talk about all things cannabis on there, and, and we take call-ins from the listeners. Well, all of our listeners, make sure that you check that out and go listen to what Sunshine has to say. And sadly, that's all the time that we have for today. But a big thank you to Sunshine and Tara of Humboldt County for joining us. And don't forget to visit the Humboldt County Growers Alliance on Facebook and Sunbolt Grown at sunbolt.org to see how you can get involved. And also to our listeners, don't forget that NCIA's quarterly event series, the Quarterly Cannabis Caucuses, begin next week in various cities across the country. You can visit www.thecannabisindustry.org slash events to see the schedule and register. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.